Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlson. Today, I have a very special guest with us. I have John Perkins. Hey there, John. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? It's a beautiful sunny day in Las Vegas. How about yourself? It's pretty dark in Texas. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so John, um, I like to get the show started just getting right into it and not like having any fluff or anything. So can you just begin by telling us a little bit about yourself, please? Yes. Uh, I'm 35 years old. I have two kids. I have a grand, uh, grandson and I live in San Antonio, Texas. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois, and... After I graduated high school, I went into the military, got married, enjoyed Thank you for all your that. Service. You're welcome. Uh, and then when I when I left, I moved back to San Antonio, Texas, or moved to San Antonio, Texas, uh, because life happens. And went through a divorce, and my kids and uh, ex lived here, so I wanted to be close to my kids. Um, now I work in computer technology, and I have been for I would say the last 13 years now, and I've actually maybe 14 years and it's been pretty well. And I do that during the day. Uh, yeah. So very cool during the day. Do you something at night at night? I stream, uh, video games. I am streaming on, I do have a Facebook page that I do stream on and I've actually been venturing a little bit into Twitch streaming as well. Uh, both platforms are very powerful and I enjoy, uh, streaming to all my followers on them. Very cool. All right, John, I don't know if you've seen any of my episodes of my show, but I start every episode with a single question. So I'm going to ask you like I ask everybody else. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being high, how weird are you? I would say I'm weird. I would say about eight to nine. Why is that? <laughs> uh, I can be very, very picky and meticulous about my eating habits. I would say that that's probably the weirdest aspect to me. Um, very picky. It would just fall into pickiness on eating. <laughs> I, I love it. My best friend's exactly the same way. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is the gamerpreneur. So I do need your gaming cred, John. When did you first start playing games or video games? I started playing when I was about four, I would say, four years old. I was playing Mario and Duck Hunt and what is it? The Bionic Commando on Nintendo. Those were the games that I usually played. We had an ice hockey game too, and I mean, we didn't, we never played it to actually play it. We just played it because we wanted to see if we can get the the teams to fight. To fight, that's oh, that's all I did too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it wasn't about winning there; it was just about getting all of them to fight and see who would end up in the penalty box. So. Absolutely. All right, and um, obviously, your journey continued. You you didn't just stop playing games when you were four. Yeah, of course not. I played uh, all through elementary, middle school, and then into high school. Uh, I was really big into RPGs in high school. I only had a PlayStation 1. Uh, and for a while, you know, even when the play PS2 came out, that's kind of where my journey ended for a little bit there because I, I could only go as far as the PlayStation. Um, I played titles like Legends of uh, Dragoon. I think that was one of them and it was supposed to be like sony's final fantasy killer and it was an amazing system it had a, a very very great system i think um but i did love final fantasy as well on playstation uh seven eight and nine were my favorites um and then <clears throat> stopped gaming for quite a while i would say quite a few years and then uh started gaming again as of three years ago okay felt good <laughs> 
All right. What um, and what do you play today? Today I play uh, pretty much any of the battle royales, Fortnite, Apex, uh, Warzone. I do play multiplayer games like uh, Warfare. Um, there's a couple other ones that I played. I'm trying to think of them and I can't think of them off the top of my head. Oh, uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I, I do enjoy playing Siege. If I really want to be in my hardcore, not casual playing, I'll play Tarkov, uh, Escape from Tarkov, and that's that's a very, it's a very cruel game. There, <laughs> it is not forgiving for the casual player. That's right. Um, uh, pretty much that, and and I like enjoying uh, testing out beta games if I'm ever able to. Uh, Star Citizens, one of them. Uh, once in a while, I'll play some WoW. Um, Horde or Alliance? Alliance. <laughs> yes, yes. You know how rare we are to find. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't ever. I don't think I even have a Horde uh, person on there to be on. Uh, to be truthful, I, if I do, I might have made it off of a whim and never even launched into a server with it. So. I uh, created one when uh, Legion was coming out, and they had mm-hmm. that that pre-expansion event that you were able. To, I was I, I leveled every class to, to oh, max yeah. level right during that event, and so I have one Horde character as a Death Knight, but I never I've never once played it. Dang. <laughs> All right, nice. John. Uh, one more kind of gaming question, then we'll move on to the professional side of things. Uh, but if I was to put you on a desert island, all right, and I get, allowed you one game, you know, power cable and an Ethernet cord, so you can play online if necessary, but you only get one game. What is that one game? It's a good question. I would say for that, that's actually a hard question. I never really thought about that. One game. Uh, well, I guess I would have to say probably Star Citizen because I, I can just grind out on there and do a lot of missions. It's It's a pretty good game. It's still got a lot of work, but it's not bad. I love it. All right, let's get over to the the preneur part of things. And um, your what's your professional background? So you're in IT now. Yes. Uh, right now, I'm a system administrator at a hospital. So I manage all the clinical applications that our physicians use to support the healthcare industry, um, and actually help patients out. So beautiful. And how did you end up getting into that? Uh, you you came out of the military and then straight into it. No, uh, that was pretty much just the journey in itself. I, I took a different approach to it. I exited the military. I did do some computer work while I was in the military, but I wasn't in IT per se. Um, actually, it was contrasting in a sense because we did have a small uh, database system that we managed in the military, or at least my job field, but mostly I handled aeronautical records for aircraft and as well as uh, drafting correspondence for uh, our chain of command and everything to actually send out to like the DOD and other things. Um, So that was, it was definitely a change. Uh, When I got out, I became an IT technician. So similar to like a desktop support uh, analyst and pretty much worked my way up from there. Went from uh, IT technician to desktop support to a help desk administrator uh, to a DBA for a little bit and then a uh, systems engineer where I was building uh, virtual solutions uh, using Citrix technology and then 
uh, while supporting global resources overseas. And then now I'm where I'm at uh, at the hospital doing Very system cool. admin work. So do you ever expect you'd be doing what you're doing now, you know, 13 years ago? Yeah, actually, I kind of did. Uh, I, I had the feeling of wanting to do IT, like computer work as a kid. Now, did I know how I would actually take these steps to get here? No, uh, that part I didn't. I just kind of did it, took the steps in. Uh, even with uncertainty, I still took the best, uh, the put my best foot forward and tried to do as much research as possible in the process. Okay, wonderful. All right, so John, part of the purpose of this show is to show my audience you know, different possibilities. Maybe there's a position out there for someone they just haven't realized it yet, but maybe they, they listen to you and they realize like, this sounds pretty cool. I'd, I'd like to get into this. What steps did you take exactly that, that have gotten you here? Uh, well, I, for probably the biggest step is don't be afraid to apply. <laughs> uh, a lot of people, they don't actually take that initial step of making an, you know, filling out an application to try to reach for a position that they want to be in. Um, at the same time, you need to be realistic, uh, measurable goals, I would say, kind of like the SMART goals. Um, that's, you want to be specific, you want to make sure that what you're doing, you understand where the bottom starts and or you could end up if you take the right steps. Everything I would say right now is online. A lot of people don't know that, but a lot of the stuff that you're looking for, it's public information. It's very general knowledge that you can, you can spend maybe 30 minutes of Googling and you will find almost everything that you need to know, or at least need to know to get started. That's, that's probably the better way to say it. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to go ahead. No, please. Uh, once you do that, then everything kind of comes together. Um, and don't be afraid if you run into hiccups, of course, as well, because that's a part of life. For sure. Okay, well, it's, it, it can't just be applying. You you have to have accomplished something you know, to be able to get where you are. You have to have some sort of unique skill or ability. So what, what makes you special, John? Uh, for myself, and, and it's like anything else, uh, it, you're right. There, there is that knack for certain things. Um, sometimes you just don't have a knack for something. Don't be discouraged. It's like me. I can do very minimal, very minimal, like mechanical work on a vehicle. I can do it. I'm just not very good at it. Um, likewise, uh, people think that I do computers. I, I have a strong aptitude when it comes to computer technology. I pick up fast. I, I'm able to be very analytical with it. But when it comes to like electrical work, I have no clue of anything. <laughs> like, I could sit there and read for a while and I, I'm more than sure I'll still electrocute myself. <laughs> like, but um, like I said, if you have a good knack for it, uh, it's something that you should really look into as an option. Uh, especially if you like it, that's the other part of it. Um, and fortunately I love computer technology and the work that I do. I can be handed projects and run with it and get things moving without any supervision because that's just kind of how I, I do things. 
Wonderful. Now, as you've progressed through this journey or your professional journey, how much, I, I, you said you, you went to Google to research stuff, but how much time actually was involved in, in learning these positions? You, you say you pick things up quickly, but. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. I would say uh, depending, it would be anywhere from a few months to a couple of years. Uh, it's, it's definitely not anything overnight. I cannot say that. I mean, you can only go so far on just sheer uh, knack for things. You still have to put effort into it and, and absorb as much information as possible. I think that's the biggest thing is always keep yourself as a sponge, uh, you would say, or keep your mind as like a sponge. Because if you um, ever think that you've accomplished everything and shut yourself off, then you're not going to be allowed. You're not going to afford yourself the opportunity to learn more. There you go. Certainly. All right, let's talk about your stream. When did you start that? So I believe I started streaming in July of 2019. I started on, uh, at first I was just doing kind of like Twitch and YouTube and it was off of my PlayStation. So my streams were like horrific um, when I started out. They uh, they had terrible sound, terrible lighting. <laughs> and it was just cause like I, I did what I could with the technology I had at the time. I, I did have a PC, but I didn't really do my homework on it. And eventually uh, I moved to PC gaming. Actually that was one of the biggest reasons I moved to PC gaming was because of Fortnite and I started streaming because of that. Cause I was really enjoying it and I wanted people to see the journey. Certainly. And you have to be doing fairly well now because one of your fans actually referred you over to me for this interview. Yeah, it's, it was, uh, it's been pretty good. I would have to say, I, I can't complain. It, it goes, uh, it comes and goes, I would say like, I, I tell people not to get discouraged because I, do get a lot of questions about people wanting to stream and and start somewhere and and I tell them you know it's you should always do it because you want to not because uh, I, I see it a lot unfortunately I see a lot of people thinking more of the monetary things uh, for it and I don't think you should be doing it for that um, why is that why is that though uh for me personally it's never been about like money or anything of that nature i'm comfortable with what i have in my life um if people donate that's great but i don't sit there and really ask for anything i'm thankful for the fact that they're coming by just to watch me even if it's for a few moments or for a couple hours um some of them they talk to me some of them just want to watch and they don't say anything and that's perfectly fine uh but i think if you start asking for money like if you're sitting there and making it about that then it doesn't look like you're actually in it because you enjoy gaming you're just trying to make it into not a hobby and not something that's pleasurable because then it's it doesn't show where your motivation is and especially with like you not being thankful for people being there. Instead, you're just kind of looking for that that payout. Sure. Now, John, let me ask: Was it weird <clears> when you started <throat> getting people to come in and start chatting with you? Like, is like I know it's all online. That like there's somebody pops up. Like, how strange is that? 
it was a little weird. I would I'm not gonna sit there and say I would feel like tingling feelings in my face. I'd be like, oh crap. I was like, there's someone there asking me a question. I was like, okay, let me go ahead and answer as best I can. And sometimes I would feel bad because um, you know, I'd be in the middle of a fight and someone would be commenting and I would answer late. <laughs> and I wouldn't it's not like I would do it on purpose, unfortunately. I think every streamer goes through that. Um, but I it was a little nervous or nerve wracking at first, just a smidge, not, not terribly. But uh, once I got over that, I, it was okay. Like I'm able to communicate with most of uh, actually all the followers that decide to speak whenever they feel like it. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Now, um, you know, on kind of on the advice train some more, you know, what do you wish you had known, you know, the, the day you, you mustered out, you know, you got out of the military you, and this whole journey is ahead of you. If, if you could go back in time and talk to, to little John back then and tell him everything that was going to happen, but there was like one thing he needed to know, what would that one thing be? Uh, ask more questions. <laughs> I would, I would say that. And why, be. why is that? Uh, there was a lot of things that I learned that, uh, I, probably would have known more if I had actually asked a question instead of uh, being focused on what I was going to do at the time. That's um, everybody has their, their uh, drive and do their things. But for me to go back and look at it, I, I would say that would be my biggest thing. Um, okay. Okay. That's actually a great launching point for my next question. Uh, you see, John, I believe that we learn the most in our life from our failures rather than our successes. It's because when you get smacked in the face, you get knocked down. You have to figure out a way to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and then figure out how to move forward. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to ask you, what do you consider your biggest failure in life and what did you learn from it? So the biggest failure in my life was I was super burned out <laughs> Um, from doing IT and IT can be so wonderful, but it can also be very, very exhausting. And I made the mistake cause I was actually making pretty good money, but it was kind of similar to, uh, the notion of like, you sit there, you make it to a certain point and then you start really questioning, is this really where you wanted to be? <clears throat> Your work-life balance is a little not there or not to the, what you're liking. Um, and that one place I was really unhappy. Uh, I was working probably like 18 hours a day. And then I would, uh, yeah, I, I would co or go home or I'd have to work from home, get no sleep, wake up early in the morning, cry, shower, and <laughs> go to work. <laughs> Maybe not really cry, but <laughs> internally, it was internalized, compartmentalized. No, um, but... I, I made the mistake of re resigning from a position um, because I felt that I could do a little bit better at the time, but I did not really take into consideration like aspects of like the job market, things like that, uh, what was in demand, what wasn't, and as well as the length of time it takes to actually, uh, you know, go into another job and I was pretty young at the time and I just kind of did it. And then when I was like, Oh, I was like, maybe I should rescind uh, the resignation. They didn't accept it. <laughs> they were just like, Oh, you know, we're sorry. You know, we we're uh, we're going to let 
you know, let it happen. And it was just like, okay. I was like, wow, I've been here for a few years, but I was like, all right. I was like, I made a mistake. So it took a good two years to kind of come back from that. And it wasn't horrible because I, I do receive uh, disability money from being a disabled veteran. So, uh, but definitely was an ideal. I, I would say don't, do that without an actual plan in place and without actually having something uh, set up for yourself. Because okay. if you have fa uh, family, then it impacts more than just yourself. <laughs> All right. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, related question. What is something you're working to improve in yourself today? My physical health. <laughs> I would have to say my physical health. Uh, I've usually been fairly thin, but as of the recent years, I put on a little bit of weight and unfortunately it's a part of aging that I'm coming to, <laughs> to understand. As uh, my uh, best friend who's a Marine would say round is a shape. So when you get into yeah. shape, <laughs> there you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not too bad, but I, I'm definitely trying to be a little bit better with uh, making better choices in what I, what I take in. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. All right. Uh, kind of a, one more fun question before we start bringing this in for a landing. Okay. What is something that you think people misunderstand about you the first time they meet you, John? I would say it's my humor sometimes. Um, Why is that? I can be very blunt, but at the same time, like, it's not ever, like, in some rude way. It's just I say a lot of the stuff that comes off the top of my head. And it's it's pretty out there. So they, they tend to either take it the wrong way or they just say I'm extremely weird. Or they'll say, like, how the hell did you come up with that? And they'll, like, just a few seconds. Uh, my kids are used to it. And I can usually leave people... Uh, speechless not not in a bad way it's just like weird things that'll just pop into my mind and i spew them out and they're just like my kids are usually like don't answer him you'll keep them going <laughs> 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 but uh yeah it's it's interesting um i would have to say that would be it <laughs> all right i love it i'm, I'm honestly a lot the same way <laughs> all right so john this has been a fantastic interview how do people find you how can they reach out to you where are you at on social media Okay. Uh, well, I'm on Facebook. My my gaming page is Soul Gaming. Uh, yeah, Soul Gaming. Uh, so, and hopefully, it sounds the right way because sometimes I can obscure my my L a little Soul bit. So it's, gaming. Yeah. yeah. So it's just S O U L and then gaming. Uh, on Twitch, it's uh, F B. And mind you, I I kind of messed up on my Twitch name because <laughs> I thought I could like edit it, and turns out you have to wait two months to <laughs> to to fix it. Um, so on Twitch, it's uh, F B underscore Soul Gaming as well, and those are pr primarily the two places that I'm streaming to at the moment. Beautiful. All right. Um, as as we wrap this up, do you have any final thoughts you want to share? Anything I didn't ask? You think we still need to cover? Uh, no, I mean, I just, uh, it's kind of nice. I, I guess you would say like, I think it's good for people to like learn more about what's driving a streamer or what, what's behind the streamer. Cause sometimes, you know, you get questions and you only get to answer a little bit. You don't get to give a full picture because of course you're gaming. <laughs> um, so this is, this is pretty cool. I, I think this is a 
pretty good outlet that you've created here. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. Well, John, thank you so much. I genuinely do appreciate you coming on with us today. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Um, I appreciate you having me here. Absolutely. And for everybody else, I'm going to remind you all, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur.